Welcome back to episode 59 of the Hot Tamas Podcast. I am Joe. I'm Joe. I'm Mike. And this episode commences our three-part one-hit wonder series. We are taking uh, songs that have been one-hit wonders and kind of exploring the album, see if we miss any uh, any tracks in there. Mm, yeah. So um, this first one was selected by Joe. We have A Place in the Sun by Lit. Lit. Yes, they really yes. are lit. And we have paired that with Sip of Sunshine, Lawson's Finest Liquids. Yes. And, uh, it's a real staple around these parts. Oh, yeah. I'm very excited because yeah. I haven't had it in a while. Yeah, so it's a go-to double IPA mm-hmm. around here. And honestly, there was really no science in, like, picking this beer. No, I, yeah. The only thing was the name. You know, Sunshine, A Place in the Sun. You know, that's why I picked it. And it's a really good beer, popular beer, so why not pair it? Um, sure. Because, you know, we got to have a positive <laughs> on this episode. So... I went. I Lit cannot to, cover that difference. Yeah, I wanted to get a surefire win <laughs> on uh, one of the, the items. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Uh, what? Oh, not a big no. Okay, all right. Ooh, I think it's extremely overrated. Overrated. Very okay. So. All right. Well, let's let's try it out. Here we go. Yeah. Double controversial opinion. Well, I mean, maybe Lit's not as controversial, but we'll see. Okay, and, and we're pouring. Beautiful, beautiful. And we're pouring. Yeah. I actually learned the, the science of a, of a of a correct pour recently. Ooh, do tell. So it's something with like how the, the beer ferments or something, where you have to pour it on the side for the first half. Yes. And the second half, you just pour it straight in, because it's something with the head. Because you won't get any head if you do it all on the side. Right. Yes. But the way it hits your stomach, it'll actually get really foamy. Well, well that's do. the thing. The whole point of the head is that's basically the, the gas, the carbonation, like getting mm-hmm. out, and then it allows for... You would be able to drink more and be smoother and not feel full and gassy. Exactly. Because you're not literally drinking all air. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Makes more sense. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A little science right. lesson. Yeah. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you. Or cheers. Yeah, I mean, it's not. I don't. I don't drink this one a lot. I. I prefer a lot of Connecticut IPAs yeah. from Connecticut breweries way more than this, but. You know, I wanted to go a little more, um, how do I say, like national with this yeah. one. Like kind of like a wider range, well-known beer. Yeah. Stratford. I think it's just, it, this was it? one of the first beers out there that you were purchasing, like craft in a four-pack. Mm-hmm. Stratford, Connecticut. And they were like. Yep. I had no process. idea they were in Connecticut. Oh, really? <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, we're going to put Yeah. <laughs> go back. Oh. Yeah, Lawson's. Um, so. It was one of the first ones that became like so hard to find that yeah. people like you had to wait in line for it in, in Connecticut. Yep. And I don't know. I just every time I drank it, I was kind of like, "Why are people waiting in line for this?" Mm-hmm. Like it was almost just one of those. The hype was so big. Yep. That I just never quite understood why when I drank it. When there's so many other beers mm-hmm. that, and at one point they were like twenty bucks a four pack. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. And, and, and you for literally beer, couldn't really. find them. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden. You know, now it's everywhere with all these other craft beers, and you right. can find it, and it's a normal price and all right. that. But mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I, anytime you put that much into something, mm-hmm. like, it's got to be fucking baller. And if yeah. it's not, it's <laughs> like, yeah. and I don't know, I just never found this to be that great of an IPA, mm-hmm. personally. That's fair, yeah. It's it's pretty baseline, you know, it's nothing, you right. know, they're not going to use any insane hops or throw some kind of weird berry in there. But it's you know it's 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 a staple for a reason I think you know it's yeah. it's pretty middle of the road like you know what you're gonna get yeah. and you kind of compare other drinks based off of that yeah and it also says on the side of the can it's brewed at Two Roads Brewing Company so that's the yeah. 
Stratford. I was going to say, yeah. A lot of breweries um, brew out of Two Roads. That's actually how Two Roads got their start. Okay. They, I, other. I went on a tour once, and they said that they got their start by brewing other breweries' beers because okay. they had the tank space. Mm-hmm. And then um, I, I kind of consider them like the cover bands of <laughs> breweries because that's, that's, like that's... they did their own. And then mm-hmm. they started making, or they did others, and then they started making their own beers. Yeah, yeah. And then they blew up. Okay. Um, but it looks like their main tap room is out of Vermont. It's so that's yeah. why I went a little more regional. Okay. Waitsfield, Vermont. That's where they're out of, but they brew in, in at Two Roads here in uh, Stratford, Connecticut. Yes. Um, yeah. So you know, I think the reason why we're not, or maybe at least Mike, you know. It, I, I think it's a good beer. It's not my favorite, but mm-hmm. it's not like it says it's juicy, but it's not like a New England style IPA. Yeah, you know, there, yeah. it has kind of like the it's the floral side, which sometimes I'm not a big fan of. Um, like I'm just looking through and I'm trying to find the hops. I don't know if I've ever Maybe had really anything else from them. No, no. I mean, I couldn't name one. Yeah, they just um, came out with. Um, Little sip. I've had the double sunshine, which was eh. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually had the triple sunshine, mm-hmm. so a triple IPA, and it's almost more of like a like a liquor. It's like twelve percent. Oh, really? okay. And I, I actually didn't mind that because it was different, and I had a pretty decent taste. Mm-hmm. You just get fucked up after one. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, but I might. That's that's what I'm talking about, though. Like. This was a beer that people would stand in line and pay $20 a four-pack for. Yeah. And at the same time, I'm like, I can't even think off the top of my head if I've had anything else. Right. Like, that to me is just kind of like a, I don't want to say a sellout, but like just that idea of like, hit it big and then mm-hmm. what else did you produce? And maybe it's just because they're not local and I don't look for their stuff often. Or maybe mm-hmm. I wasn't a huge fan, so I didn't look for other stuff. Yeah. There's other reasonings in there. I mean, it's not Damn. that they're a bad brewery or a bad... You know, company they make bad beers all the time. It's no, just, right? Yeah, yeah. I've never been. Live up to they're the not hype. one that I've been sold on. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, okay. I can see that. This is rated a hundred on Beer Advocate. Really? Yes. Okay. Hmm. I think overall rank of seventy-five. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. Like Heady Toppers, like number five on this list. Okay. Heady Topper, we did that, right? Yeah, yeah I mean it's good, that. but that's another one that it's, it's almost <coughs> like the. I'm actually not a huge Heady Topper fan. It's like the pretty close. Uh, what's the, the the novelty of it mm-hmm. is what it becomes. It's it's kind of like what Yingling used to be. Right, you couldn't yep. get it in Connecticut, mm-hmm. so everyone would make a trip to get. Like you're making a trip to go buy Pennsylvania Bud Light. Mm-hmm. Like people did <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> what what is that? Yeah, yeah. that's uh... exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so is this Vermont Bud Light? Is that what you're saying? No, no. This is Vermont. Um, but what's the one from Nebco? Uh, sea Hag. This is like Vermont Sea Hag. Yeah, and even Sea Hag has more that. flavor than. Yeah, I prefer Sea Hag over this. Yeah, you yeah, know, that is funny. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe in part of it because it's an eight percent, so it gets you it gets you buzzed quick on a on right. A, maybe that's you know yeah. not a very heavy thick. No, you know, kind of a taste, but yeah. I don't know. I just always thought it was more the name and less the flavor. I got gotcha. you. For me. I got gotcha. you. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm kind of there too. Like, yeah. you know, I don't often, if it's offered, I'll get a local, more local brew mm-hmm. way over this. But if this is all they have, you know, then I'll, I'll, I'll get it. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's not my favorite, but it's a good, good, you know, solid yeah. beer. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah, yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah. yeah. That one, I will admit, they told the guy at the package store told me if I didn't pick it up that day, it would be gone. What was triple? The triple. Yeah. And I grabbed one and I went back for another. They were gone. Oh really? It was the next day. Jeez. Yeah. Because yeah. they just they, I guess they only make it at a certain time and you only get so many mm-hmm. and they're you know they're like high demand. Out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, so sip of sunshine. Not too bad. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't, I don't hate it, but you know, it's right. not going to be something I'm grabbing every time. But yeah, it's at a party or something. I'll, I'll reach for it. Yeah, right. You know. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, not a bad one. Yeah. And then we, uh, we, we can dive into to this stellar album. Stellar. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So you know, like Tom said, we're doing a three part mini series on one hit wonders. That's right. You know, you know. Maybe you've wondered what the rest of the album sounded like that the one hit wonder was on, mm-hmm. and that's what we're here to explore. Um, so yeah, we're going with "A Place in the Sun" by a band called Lit. Their claim to fame is the cover band bar anthem song "My Own Worst Enemy," which is one of my personal like favorite songs. I just I love this song. I, I and I think I like it mainly because of the just the the vibe of it like anytime that song is played it's at a party it's at a bar a cover band's playing it you know it's one of our favorite songs that we play one yeah, of mine you know i i love playing it i love the reaction from the crowd so but i always wonder i legit always wondered what the rest of the album sounded like so mm-hmm. i was like perfect let's let's pick this and uh and here we are but i think you can probably understand why <laughs> it's a one-hit wonder um you know, just overall first reaction for me on the on the album. It's just it's just a, a D list kind of right. post grunge. I don't know what year was this? Two thousand? No, not even two thousand. No. So like, kind of post grunge, like you know, coming out of the you know Nirvana era. Like you know, where's rock gonna head to next? They were kind of mm-hmm. in this kind of awkward in between, trying to find their they were in the identities. Yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> you know, a lot of it just sounded like, I don't know, like rip off, you know, rip off Nirvana or rip off um, uh, any rock band yeah. from that time period, you know? Yeah. Um, it, so, I mean, it was it, mediocre. I, there's really Every not... Every song yeah. had like that kind of heavy-ish... And then, like, guitar or something would drop out, and it'd be bass, drums, and the vocals. Yep. <laughs> and then the chorus would be, like, that big, chanty chorus that right. everybody could sing along to. Mm-hmm. And right. then they'd have, like, that real heavy intro. And then you like It was just, like, a pattern. So it was really hard for me to know what song was which. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, second song in, they... They just they absolutely blow their, blow their load, load. Yep. And it's yeah. the end of it. Right. I mean, that's their career right there, that one song. I mean, yeah. their lyrics were absolutely trash. Oh, my. I mean, goddamn, the lead singer and the, and the guitarist, their last name is Popoff. <laughs> <laughs> like, really? Yeah. AJ Popoff and Jeremy Popoff. Well, Pop it AJ. Off. A period J-A-Y. He had to be that kind oh, of guy. God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was right. He didn't go with like A-Y-E. AJ. Hey, hey, <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah. Which is rough. But uh, it's yeah. certified platinum, I believe. Platinum? The whole album? Yeah. A Place in the Sun has been certified well, platinum back then you by in sales. That's true, right. You couldn't right. get the single, so you had to buy you the whole had to album. You had to buy the album. Yeah. To listen to my own worst yeah, exactly. 
I think I just sent you guys a meme today in the in the group text. Oh, you got to be kidding me! On one of the songs, yeah. a guy is actually credited with the hand claps. Really? I want to be that guy. How can we get that job? <laughs> Tom does it before every episode. That is true. Yeah, <laughs> and we're in. Yeah, it's Michael Elvis Basket on hand claps. Yeah, even, even got oh, he's Elvis a producer. No. Elvis Basket. Oh, really? That guy? Yeah, he produces a lot. Assistant yeah. cool. engineer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, oh yeah, there it is. Yeah. He's also a hell of a hand clapper. <laughs> and he's Elvis, too. Yeah. This is, yeah. But the, the meme I sent you guys earlier, I guess it didn't really ha- resonate with you guys because you don't remember it. Um, it says it's 1999, oddly oh, enough, yes, because yes. of this album. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. Spotify and iTunes doesn't exist yet. You've just spent 10 bucks on an album, three tracks in, and you realize it fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Cover photo. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. there's really not a lot, a, a lot to take away. I mean, the beginning track, it opens like you're at a concert, but yeah. there's like no need for it. I kind of <laughs> like that track, actually. You did? For yeah. well, the, but the opening. Like the, the actual the hidden song. hidden intro track. That was the hidden intro track. It was just that first minute and forty seconds. Yeah, was the hidden intro track. It sounded like a concert beginning. Mm -hmm. The curtain's still up. They're starting to play this long, drawn out Mm -hmm. opening, and then you know the curtain drops and there's lit. You know, (laughs) yeah, it's like oh, Oh, who's gonna be out here? Oh, it's lit. It's lit. (laughs) Damn. Four wasn't bad. mm -hmm. I thought it was an interesting way to start the album. Yeah, it was a bit longer, but it was more. Like punkier and like had a more well realistically it's not that long it was only three minutes and twenty seconds yeah well because that intro the first yeah forty is an intro exactly a hidden and it's opening not track part of four mm-hmm. right get your shit together <laughs> brain buster. I mean realistically real... they should have opened the album with my own worst enemy and then just stopped <laughs> yeah that's it. the whole album's a single <laughs> it's labeled as an album the chorus to four reminds me of like like an Adam Sandler movie beginning. <laughs> Like, you know, like eight crazy nights. Like, like he's driving through the town and like the credit, the like movie star names are rolling like on the a, screen. Like, like a goofy movie or something. Yeah, right, right. It reminds me of that, you know, it's about to begin. I can definitely see that. Yeah. And the, yeah, the intro didn't really re- uh, match the actual song of four. Because it does sound like some kind of like, like Joe said, like some yeah. weird like coming of age teen movie yeah. from this time. But I, I don't know. I mean, is this their fourth album? Is the name yeah, is there, is there a reason why it's called why it's four? four? Oh, it's definitely their. Yeah, it wasn't their debut. Second, Tripping Light, Tripping the Light, Fantastic, debut studio album. So this is their ninety-seven. Their sophomore release. This is their sophomore sophomore effort. They also in twenty twenty put out a Place in the Sun expanded edition. Because everyone wants an expanded edition of this. I have been asking for years <laughs> for a Place in the Sun expanded. <laughs> Listen. We we should have uh, done this one. I should have picked this one. You should not have. Because <laughs> t- sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, I mean they only have. In my head. <laughs> they they have two live from Woodstock songs. Okay. One of them being four. Maybe they just had that. How was the them. other one not my own worst enemy? I don't know. And I feel money? like the studio version is the only version out there. Like mm-hmm. I'd love to hear them play this live and see how it sounds, but. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. What were you going to say, Mike? I, they sound like a bad knockoff Foo Fighters sometimes. Right, yeah. Yeah. Like early There's a Foo li- Fighters. Like that. I was where they're playing like, doop, 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 where they're like the mm-hmm. palm muted, like just scratching on the guitar I, and stuff. You know, I was listening through it and I was like, this song sounds like early Foo Fighters. I'm trying to remember what song it was. I'm on down right now. That's the one I'm hearing. 
Yeah. Yeah, a little bit of down. Um, like that that drum and then the vocals of like Dave Grohl does on some of his yeah, stuff. Like right. that's what it sounds like. It's yeah. just that he really is a shitty vocalist. Mm. And his lyrics are terrible. Yeah. They're really not that great. Um, the track that I thought was hilarious and also gross was the track Miserable right after this. Unless you have anything to say oh, about Down. You that make the... me come. <laughs> yes. That was, I died yes. laughing when yes. I first I heard that. Yeah. Like, in theory, that, that like, progression of lyrics is kind of interesting. Because, like, it's, you know, like, the story yeah. of, of a relationship that kind yeah. of went wrong. Yep. Yep. And you started, you know, having sex, and then you, you know, like them, and then they kind of ruin your life. Right. So I get that, but in practice, hearing him say, you make me come, it's, like, it's just so fucking They're, funny. like, pioneers of songwriting. Starts. Yeah. yeah. It's literally how the song starts. And there's not a lot of, like, other instruments, right? I think it's just, a, like, a guitar. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's, <laughs> it's pretty miserable to get through. He sounds like someone we know. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. Yes. They, really? Like, I, this must be yeah. his... Go-to. Like, his, like... Uh, uh, his, his guilty pleasure. His, yeah. Or a bit pleasure, maybe. <laughs> he likes being completely miserable. I forgot what song I got Foo Fighter vibe from. Maybe it was Ziploc. Ziploc, I actually kind of liked. Ziploc was, was kind of a good single. song. Yeah. I thought the lyrics in that just sucked. Uh, yeah, I, I don't put know. Put it in I a Ziploc bag. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. Is it weed? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, right. Could be. Could be a little dime. Yeah, I kind of wanted a bit more grit from them or like some kind of yes. edge. Yeah. But like, everything was just very like bright and sunny and shiny and not as fun. Well, I kind of thought the best is yet to come was going to have that grit because it had that nice like... Is it like a drop D kind of riff? I don't know. It's like a heavier. And then it just kind of opened up again to their normal, like, yeah. you know, routine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like yeah. it, was, it was like written to be on like a bad movie soundtrack. Right. Which is like, not like an Anna Ferris kind of like, <laughs> you know, yep. yeah. straight to v- VHS, like, <laughs> you know, good, Goodwill store rack. Like, yes. Yeah. Know. Yeah. Is like in that that Walmart bin in the middle. Yes, yes. Where it's like everything's three ninety nine. Yes. You reach in, you exactly. find like you know. Right, like perfect one. Just kind of like a drowning ballad, like I don't know, a drowning ballad. It just didn't do it. It didn't. God, hit. I love drowning. It didn't hit. Um, the album peaked at number thirty one. Mm. Uh, when I was when I mean reached number one on the the, the charts. And the singles were Miserable, My Own Worst Enemy, and Ziploc. Yeah. Really? Miserable so, third. Interesting choices out of uh, yeah. them. Yep. But. I kind of liked The Best Is Yet to Come Undone. It almost was kind of like a precursor to like the emo rock stage. Like, this is what a lot of the emo rock sounded like, which I thought was kind of cool. It was kind of before them. Yeah, I could see that. You know? Mm-hmm. Like the verses especially. Mm-hmm. Had a... A lot of like Weezer vibes too. Yeah, they kind of wear their influences a bit on their sleeves too yeah. much. And um, then I thought the title track was kind of, you know, was pretty okay. The, the closing closer. track, yeah. Mm-hmm. A place in the Sun. I thought that was kind of cool. I this one that, had a lot of early Foo Fighter vibes. That's yeah. Me. I was just gonna say this yeah, one reminded one? me a lot of Foo Fighters. A place in the Sun, closer. the last one. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, definitely. Right? Now I listen a bit more. Especially that chorus. Or maybe even the pre-chorus. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just every time his vocals come in, I feel like something's missing. Yeah, I mean, there's these. He doesn't really have a great high register. It was like it doesn't sound full. It just sounds like kind of like he's yelling and not yelling well. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like some people can yell and pull it off, but this guy's just not. He's got a machine gun Kelly voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, <laughs> a little I bit. What you're I, I I heard that on uh, on like uh, the opener a little bit. Mm-hmm. Whoa. <laughs> um, you just I don't know. You can't beat my own worst enemy. It it's hard. It especially on this album. On like, this album, it's yeah. hard to beat that. I mean, yeah, it's the most complete song. But like Mike, you pointed out earlier, it was the shortest song. It's the shortest song on the album. It it, it has forty nine. It has the catchiest riff. Yeah. When you when you hear the first three notes, you Ba-na-na. know exactly what song it is. I don't care who you are, how old you are. Mm-hmm. When, when, even when we play this, yeah. there's like people in their mid twenties, early twenties that, that are, yeah, are there, and they fucking know this song because it's a bar anthem, and yeah. it just is what it is. And I don't know. It's I feel just, like every time someone gets a video of us and posts it online, we're playing this song. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this or the middle. I'm like, right, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, we should have done Jimmy Eat World. Well, they have two, yeah. they have two songs. They do. What's that other one? They have uh, uh, the, the Middle and, and um, shit, what was the other one? They had another big one. Um, that that Sweetness. 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 Actually, that album was pretty big. That's yeah, that was a Sweetness big album. Sweetness was solid. Yeah, that's a good album. Uh, it's a song, Sweetness. But okay, never mind. Sorry, Jimmy World, if you're listening. It's okay. They are. They they listen to everything. They do. Yeah, they actually DM'd us. <laughs> they said, "Hey, stop the slander." <laughs> <laughs> I, I will sue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But Lid is still a functioning band to this day. They put out "These Are the Days" in 2018. 14 tracks. And is it just my own worst enemy? Like <laughs> demos? Like, yeah. Well, if these are the times. days, you know. <laughs> These were the days. Yeah, those were the days. <laughs> Actually, one of the tracks got a million plays. Oh. And that's about it. Interesting. But, you know, good for that. Good for Lit. Yep. It's just, you can tell that they're, like, not super talented musicians. Or at least they don't display themselves as being super talented. Like, when you hear a guitar solo, it's either the vo- the chorus melody played on guitar or like mm-hmm. in lit, just the that's that just progression. It's just a scale, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Like it's even the drummers like create like creativity is not. It's all pretty straightforward. Yeah. Like you can you can almost predict what's coming next on every single song. Yeah. Whether it's a drum riff, whether it's a guitar core like guitar riff. Like, mm-hmm. when the vocals are going to come in, when the guitar is going to drop out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wrote in my notes, um, A Place in the Sun is Alien Ant Farm's cousin that went to boarding school and has a really good credit score. <laughs> 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 it just it, it just sounded too, like, squeaky clean. Yeah. yeah. I wish it was, it just had some kind of edge to it. Absolute same distortion the entire mm-hmm. album on the guitar. Yeah. Like, same yeah. tone and everything. Did not change in the slightest. Yeah. yeah. It's like cutting through plywood with a butter knife. <laughs> yep. I like comparisons. And it, <laughs> just, the rest of it just never really matched the 
staying power of my yes. worst enemy. Like yes, the the vocal patterns, the guitar, you know, pattern. Like you can sing it no matter what, and the rest of it just kind of blended into the yeah atmosphere. You know, yeah. Um, do they have other songs that made it big? Because it, it says on Spotify, My Own Worst what? Enemies won with 199 million plays. Number two is My Own Worst Enemy with 20 million plays on another album. No, it's the single version. Oh, the single version. Yes. And then Miserable is three with 14 million plays with a song that starts off with them going, You make me come. <laughs> yeah, nothing else really hit too big. So the top five... <laughs> Essentially, four out of the top five are off this album. Yes, and then, yes. The, and then over my head, off of is another two thousand one atomic. Okay, yeah, I mean that's just Spotify, but right. Yeah, most of the 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 playing of of lit comes from this album. But yeah, mm. yeah, I don't know. There's not really much more for me to say about the album. I'll never listen to it again. <laughs> yeah, no, there's there's no repeat value except for um, my own worst enemy. And even then, I'm not as crazy of a fan as my own worst enemy. I think it does get a little too much playtime. Oh, it gets it a does. little overdone. 100%. For me, it's it's more of like an atmosphere kind of thing. It's like when I talked about Guinness. It's like mm-hmm. I'm not drinking it all year, mm-hmm. but that March rolls around. You know, I'm having my Guinness because it's like. <laughs> it, it, it's the vibe. It's it's around the you know the time, you know. That's kind of how this song is. Yeah, this is not. Happy had the little little uh, horn section in there. Happy saxophones. Yeah, yeah, and it's just so hard to differentiate some right. of these songs. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they have oh, a saxophone, yeah. a trombone, a trumpet, and a second trombone. Wasn't there like a, a some kind of big band era revival around this time too? Wasn't that like Could a have Zoot Suit Riot? Wasn't that a, yeah, a, a right. thing? Uh, okay, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. There was some movie that had a... Yeah, because like the Squirrel Nut Zippers when they when they yeah. banned. Yeah. What am I thinking of? Big Bad Voodoo Daddy around that time. Mm-hmm. I feel like this song kind of mm-hmm. stole a little bit of that. But, it, yeah, this, this, this one, Happy, it sounds like uh, it could be in like some like early 2000s Pixar movie. Like, uh, yeah. Meet the Robinsons or something. <laughs> yeah. Like the kid's like, oh, I'm running late for school. Got to get my backpack on. Yeah. Yeah. So, I wonder if it was used in any soundtracks. Let me, let me look that up. So the song No Big Thing was originally released on their debut, Tripping the Light Fantastic, then was re-recorded for this album and eventually appeared on the auto racing game Jarrett and Labonte Stock Car Racing. I see. So, yeah, sorry played. if you played that game. Yeah, I used to play it quite a bit, but... <laughs> I played it every night, actually. No big thing. Game. I gotta listen to that. On the original... This one, oh, Boy, yeah. The PlayStation only... and Game Boy Advance. Ooh, that's a Game Boy Advance Ooh, I had a Game Boy Advance. I did, too. I had the SP yeah. with the backlight. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was... I was that's, yeah. that's, like, big shit, man. I know. And nice. then I had the DS, where you could play with everyone. <laughs> if you just had one Mario Kart, everyone yep. could play Mario Kart. Yep. That was a lot of fun. That's good. The only interesting like musical idea they had on this album was the end of Miserable kind of fades into the beginning of No Big Thing. Yeah, I thought that was cool too. It but, 
it, it was an, a cool flow like to have on an album. Yeah. Yep. It was very bankrupt on uh, on so musical you ideas. Sound even more like one song. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really could have been eleven tracks, but. Yep. Yep. I think we've uh, we've we've spoken our piece. Yeah. So. You know we we didn't really want to go track by track, just kind of no, talking yeah, no. about it in general. So. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Um, I guess we can do favorites, least favorites, sleepers. Yeah, we could. We, we could. I mean, if we have one, we can. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, mean, can we all agree on favorite? Yeah. Mine number is one. my own worst enemy. Yeah, my own worst enemy. Yeah. yeah. That's my number one. We absolutely. can all kind of agree on that. Yep. Um, um, least favorite. I actually dislike "Lovely Day." I didn't mention it, but it just—it yeah. sounded so cookie cutter and just like I feel like I've heard this song at least twenty times done by like. Good Charlotte or something like that, yeah, like some, right. some mid-level like pop punk band from the early two thousands. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, it just it was just so non-original and had the same kind of chord progression throughout like most of that style. So that was my least favorite. Yeah, but nothing memorable really, except for one. Re- <laughs> yeah. Except for one. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going with miserable. Okay. It. It was just so corny, like yeah. I get the idea of like the mm-hmm. relationship progression. Yeah, which I it makes sense, but like, you don't need the first line of your song to say "You make me come." Like, <laughs> I don't know. Right off the bat, man. Yeah. so accidentally funny. Yeah, right. And then it's like, it's over four minutes long. Yeah, no, you don't need that. No, so that's my least favorite, Michael. Uh, that that intro was just useless. The the it it's first just song. that first minute forty seconds, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. and then to come in with. Four, knowing that the only thing on this album that you have with any value is my own worst enemy. Right. Like, yeah, it was just like, it was a waste of five minutes. Yeah. That's yeah. really what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Any uh, dark horses, sleepy dark horses? Uh, no. Really. I mean, no. All, I don't know. I can't. I'll, I'll give mine to the best is yet to come undone. I thought it was uh, yeah. a nice way to... It wasn't the closer, but it was it was like a, a bit of a diamond in the rough to the end of the track list. Yeah, just a bit, bit more different than what they were trying to do for the the majority of the album. Mm-hmm. Had some kind of like sticky qualities to it that you know kept Ooh. me coming back a little bit. Sticky. Yeah, everything was just so. Yeah, it was just a big amalgam. Yeah, yeah. yeah I just had such a hard time. It was a big pudding. Yeah. I would agree. My Sleepy Dog Chorus is the best is yet to come undone. I thought that was a, a solid song. I, I, mm-hmm. I liked it. Um, I also, I did like Ziploc, but that was a single. So, I, you know, it's not, it's kind of but, still well known. But, but is it a single? Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it though? Is it really? I would say my, my takeaways other than my own worst enemy would be Ziploc and the best is yet to come undone. Okay. Yeah, Ziploc, I just couldn't get by the lyrics. Like, they were just... Yeah. If he told me he was going to put a Ziploc bag in his pocket one more time, I was going to, like, punch the dude. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. And then, like, even, like, Happy, having some of the horns, it was like, oh, they tried something different, and they made a shitty song out of it. Right. It, 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 it no, right. They wanted to there. be, like, less than Jake or, like, any of those ska Less bands, than you know? Jake. Oof. Yeah. Streetlight Manifesto, however. There you go. Yeah. Saw them in concert. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see cool. that. That was cool. Yeah. Nice. Okay. <coughs> All right. Shall we rate it? I mean, let's drop a hot rating. Yeah, Joseph, I believe well, you should hot start. seat. I'll start. Yes, I'm giving this a four. I mean, that's that's fair. That's that's that would be a little generous. <laughs> pretty <hot. laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, my own worst enemy is uh, a guilty pleasure of mine. Not mm-hmm. 
but I'm not that guilty of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I love the song. And then I had a couple other takeaways, you know. Um, so four. I'm sticking with that four out of ten. Sure. Bops. Yeah, I'm bopping out of three. You bopping out of three? Bopping out of three? <laughs> I mean, You're we're just, like, we're coming out with the slogans tonight. We're so hopping me, and bopping. Yeah, hopping and bopping. enemy, you know, killer song for what it does. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it has its purpose. Outside of that, it was just kind of a big late 90s pop punk yeah. fucking mess. Right? Yeah. Of, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I, it, it seemed like, they, not to cut you off, I, I'm no, sorry, but no, it's, no. it's like they were just trying to catch in. They're At this time, right mm-hmm. before Rock was going to turn again, they were just catching in. I think they maybe could have saved like a five rating from us, you know, because our rating system is so important to like Rolling Stones. It Stone is. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, it's yeah. It's vital. Yeah. I think they just needed to cut like three or four songs out and it put it at like an eight or a nine track album. Yeah. Made it a solid like 30 minutes. And yeah. I think that it would have been like, hey. Middle that wasn't the worst 30 minutes of my life. Right. You know, but once I got past that 30-minute mark and I got to, like, 42, yeah. now I'm sitting here being like, Jesus Christ, I could have traveled the world instead of listening to this garbage. Yeah, exactly. You now it's just... Well, it's kind of how I feel I, on uh, I can't another get upcoming it back. album. I can't get it back. Yeah, we're not getting it back. Yeah, no. I am uh, going to agree with Mike. I'm going to give it a 3 out of three. 10. Bops. Bops. I almost gave it hops. Don't yes. give it hops. Yeah, uh, my own astronomy is really doing a lot of the heavy lifting on this one, um, but you know we're right right along the same lines. Mm-hmm. Like, there were some interesting elements to it, but a lot of it was just very bland and just very mushy, and you know. But was, how could his voice not be that bad on my Always Worst Enemy, and pretty much trash on everything else? That's what I was thinking too. Like he was just so like mid rangey for the entire song, and then actually hits decent notes in that song. So I'm not sure if someone was, if someone else was on that track, or maybe like, like they mixed it. Because his vocals on that know. song are not bad. Yeah, they're all everything okay. else. It just seems like he's straining and he's got no like real good tone to his voice. I wonder if them as a band sound more like the rest of the album and less like. My own worst enemy, and maybe my own worst enemy was like the song they needed like, to was make. Was like a happy mm-hmm. accident, <laughs> or, <laughs> it that, Ross or it was the studio <laughs> telling them, "Yeah, right." Yeah, like happy little tree, happy, no happy clown. Just, just happy little accidents. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this, this album was uh, maybe uh, not a happy little accident. <laughs> but I wonder if it was like the studio telling them, "Like you need to make a song like this." Mm-hmm. Where yeah. it had more of the higher range and like catchy guitar riff and mm-hmm. catchy chorus. I, I can't. For once, the studio made the right call, I guess. I mean, <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. I don't know. Who are they signed to? Are they signed? I believe. RCA. They're signed to RCA. RCA. Wow. wow. Apologies to them. Yeah. But there's no other like local uh, vocals listed. Like, AJ is the lead vocalist, his brother Jeremy is like backing. Yeah, and that's it. That's about it. What's your last name? Popping off. Pop off. Pop off. P O O F F. Pop off, bro. Pop off, Queen. <laughs> and in, and in right. fun fact, before we rate our beer, um, we missed it. But in 2014, they played the House of Blues in Anaheim, and they actually played this album front to back. God damn. I, I need to buy that on a bootleg. Yeah. Special 15th anniversary Shit. and everything. We blew it, guys. We blew it. Damn and it. now to our beer. Yes. 
Lawson's Finest Liquid Sip of Sunshine IPA percent. Um, I guess I'll go first. You should. You should yeah. go first. I'm going to give it a six. You know, it's not my favorite IPA, but it's a solid drink. You can definitely mm-hmm. crush, you know, two or three of these. Um, you know, if you're not, if you're stationary for a while and doesn't have any bad aftertaste, not, not too heavy tasting. Yeah. Six. Sure. Five. Yeah. Just, just flat middle of the road for mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. I think they, I, I think the bad taste in my mouth doesn't <coughs> come from the beer, but from the, 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 the hype, the hype. The hype. That's mm-hmm. where I get the bad taste. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. it's just like, you're, you're hyping something up that just isn't mm-hmm. Is this the IPA that like. 18-year-olds are like, hey, I just had my first IPA, like in college, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, yes. like when you know you've made that next level of drinking, yeah. you know, I can see that, yeah, can, is I this can... it? Yeah. Maybe, in the area, at least? Maybe, yeah, when they Something buy, like, their here. first fedora and scarf. Yeah, right. It's because they had this beer. <laughs> they had this. They just reached a new level. <laughs> this is the beer for fedora and scarf wares around the nation. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad. It's just not special. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm gonna split the difference though. I'll be five and a half. Okay. Because I'm gonna get a little the little half rating in there. Yeah. Um, this is like the Cheerios of beer. It's you know, <laughs> not Honey Nut, just regular Cheerios. You know. <laughs> you know what like you're gonna everyone's get. Everyone's had it. Everyone's had you it. You it. you know what you're getting. <laughs> right. And it's it's okay. Like if it's there, you'll have it. Oh shit! You're not gonna say no. No. But right, there's something else you'd rather be having. Oh god, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Many more things that would just be. That's it. <laughs> Maybe they'll adopt that. Except the sunshine. The, the Cheerios, Cheerios beer. <laughs> Cheerios. Beer. Yeah. Ooh. There it is. There you go. Yep. Get ended there. That's hilarious. All right. Nice. There Ooh, you go. Give All right. Some shoutouts. Yeah. So shout them out. We have um, Lawson's. Lawson's finest. Dot com, Lawson's Finest. There we dot go. Com is their website. And on Instagram, we have Lawson's Finest as well, one word. Um, check them out again out of uh, Vermont, and then they brew at uh, Two Roads, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Um, and then, and our, then our, our band, our boys at Lit. Lit. Lit.edu. You can go to the Lamar Institute of Technology, it's a premier <laughs> technical school. Um, go there, have some, uh, have some good times. Well, the thing is, they were like. Too early with that name because now lit means entirely something yeah, different. Yeah, bro, it's so lit. <laughs> so like, if you just read, if you just Google lit, you're not yeah getting them. You have to like search lit band. Lithium EFT. Sure enough, that's your website litband.com. <laughs> bro, it's a lit band. Yep. And then uh, I don't know, maybe on social media, let's see what they have here. Again, I need to learn to just do this before the episode, so I'm not <laughs> killing, killing air here or any dead air. Also, uh, lit band official is there. <laughs> That's too many like qualifying backwards. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> lit band. underscore band dash official one. Yep. XX sixty nine. Wait a minute. Uh oh. Wait a minute. Do they have a new album coming out? <gasps> Are oh, they promoting? Ten twenty six. Tuesday. Ten. Who that's puts tomorrow. Out music on a Tuesday. Yeah. New music Tuesday. Oh, maybe a new song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy shit, we timed this right. Oh no. Yeah, right. So that we don't have to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> ten twenty six in their in their bio it says yeah 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 ten twenty six. I'm gonna say no no no. New single yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> like what do you think they're? Like, oh god, this is guys. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. This is straight up Nirvana ripoff. 
Uh, oh, yeah, right. moving right along. <laughs> it, um, also, it, it also says their well, influences are Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, Jimi Hendrix, The Cars, Van Halen, Def Leppard, Nirvana, and then a whole bunch of other ones. Totally hear all of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think their day jobs are? <laughs> they buy yet. NFTs, actually. Like, <laughs> you know, they, they definitely can't be professional musicians. I don't know, man. I, don't I mean, know. and then again, you they probably could live off the royalties from my perspective. Pretty right. much, yeah. I'm sure you can get some kind of, you know. Like you could live a probably a modest lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they are not just like. Like, uh, like what kind of modest? Like four door sedan car? Like maybe not. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm thinking like. Yeah. You know, maybe they got a sports car on the side that they yeah. spent ten years saving for, but like all four of them to split. No. Yeah. They 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 share. Like oh, yeah. It's like a, it's a Corvette, but only two can go at a time. <laughs> <laughs> it's my turn. They, they they have like a studio apartment in like Boise. <laughs> That's we need groceries. No, I'm looping around the block. I still love you. Said it's my turn. Mom said it's my turn in the car. Like they definitely cut their own lawn and like shovel their. Oh own yeah, lawn. yeah. They don't. They don't splurge. They, they don't have a sit down. They got a push mower. Oh god. Oh god. Poor. No, Luke. they might have a rider. They just don't have a zero turn. It's, it's the one where you have. To, it, it doesn't have a gas. It's only brake, and it just keeps going. <laughs> Oh, Shout God. out to Lit. Yep. yep. They yep. make good sports. There you go. So this <laughs> so was... we get sued. Yeah, right. Yeah, they're going to sue us for slander. They're going to be the one artist that sees our tag and be like, these fucking Cause assholes. Because it's the only tag they've had in God. 20 years. DMs are going to be just one. Guys, guys, come here. Someone yeah. tagged us. Oh, shit. Oh, shit, oh. guys. Oh, no. Fuckers talking shit about our album. <laughs> Well, I think it, they won't sue us because they can't afford a lawyer. They're gonna represent themselves. <laughs> they gotta trade the, the sports car in. They gotta trade the, for a public defender. <laughs> oh god! Thanks, oh. Lit. Oh god! <sighs> well, this is one album that debunked the. Uh, hey. Is a one-hit wonder, you know, are there better songs there? No. Nope. can only go up from here. Debunked. Well, yeah. It's all right. <laughs> That's right. Well, on to the next one. Uh, the next one is uh, Mike's episode. What, oh, is that what, what, nice. Episode, 60? are we at 60? Are we? Yeah, it's going to be 60, I think. Episode 60, you're right. Yes, it will. Holy shit. Happy 60, Mike. Woo! Okay, what do you got for us? Anthology. Yes. By Alien Ant Farm. Mm. With the classic single... <laughs> Smooth Criminal, mm. a Michael Jackson cover. Yes. <laughs> so we're going to. big, I specifically remember in fifth grade. Yes. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yes. Do it. Okay. And let's, I'm drinking let's see. some pumpkin beer Joe picked I've for picked me. out, which I have right here. Something. <laughs> <laughs> it's. <laughs> it's called. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> it's called Pumpkin the Bear. It's by Ooh. Hanging Hills Brewing Company. It is a smoked pumpkin, smoked do- Doppelbach lager beer. Or a smoking album. <laughs> yeah. But um, the beer sounded cool, sounded unique. I like it. Unique New York. So uh, we're going to go with that. And that's uh, that's next episode, that right? Episode, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, uh, thanks again for listening to us. We've been the Hops and Bops podcast. Check us out on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. We're streaming on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And go check out the YouTube channel for... Uh, video playbacks and other content. 
Uh, for Tom and Mike, I've been Joe. We'll see you next time. We'll see you on Judge Judy. Peace. Judge Judy. They'd be like Judge Mathis. <laughs> Judge Joe. <laughs> Judge, Judge. Judge Mathis. Oh, God, I love it.